0: business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. Hey, y'all. Before we get into today's episode, December is the last month to enter to win prizes by leaving a written review on iTunes. So if you leave a written review on iTunes, you will be entered to win early bird discounts for my coaching programs, which can save you up to $500, or you could win a free 30-day supply of recovery bits, which is organic chlorella. It's very healthy for you. It's third-party lab-tested, non-GMO, organic, one ingredient, just good old chlorella which is basically one of the most nutrient-dense foods in the world according to NASA and the United Nations and it's $120 in value so you don't want to miss out on these prize opportunities and I can't wait to read your reviews and see what your favorite episode is or what you like about the show and let's get into today's interview. Thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate you and you spending your time investing in your knowledge and your skill set. All right, here we go. All right, hello, everybody. I'm really excited to be here today with Aile. And she is a coach for women who really want to find their inner happiness. And we're gonna be talking a little bit today about money mindset abundance um what keeps us blocked from success in our coaching business in our business in general and um welcome to the show i'd love to hear you introduce yourself to our audience
1: thank you Haley. thank you for inviting me and giving me this opportunity to share all my tips with your audience so hi everyone my name is Élie de bosson like uh, she already said And so um, I'm an author and an awakening coach, and I really like to focus on inner happiness indeed, because my purpose is really to help female entrepreneurs awaken to their true self and live a life that is going to be free and aligned. Because we have a tendency to think that we have our business life and our personal life, but actually it's all one. And all the work we're going to do on ourselves personally is of course going to impact our business. And so I love to focus on the personal things that need to improve so that your life can then professionally and personally be in perfect balance and that you then find the true happiness you deserve.
0: I love that. And so well said. I always call it work-life harmony because sometimes I feel like it's, it's all intertwined and, and we, get, we forget that and we get so strict about, well, you know, what does work-life balance mean? And if I'm not fitting that mold of how society defines it, then I'm, you know, I'm doing something wrong. And and so I'm glad that you said it your life really is all one. And we just have to figure out what what is our life that we want for ourselves? What does that really look like?
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So um when you say an awakening coach, can you tell me a little bit about what that means and when maybe you had to be awakened
1: (laughs) so two questions I'm going to ask answer the first one first so an awakening coach it really means awaken to your true self and your true self it's your higher self it's your soul it's finding your purpose really and working towards it because as women in our society, we have so much pressure. We need to have a business, raise kids, be a nice wife, be a nice friend, be a nice daughter, be sexy, but not too much, be smart, but not too much. You know, it's, it's a lot of pressure that is coming from the outside world and that has a tendency to uh, trigger our ego. But our soul actually has to disconnect from this pressure and really find its own way to then shine and be happy. Mm -hmm. and so I help people do that, and I help people do that because it's something that I did for myself. It's a path I went through myself, so how did I get to do that? That's your second question. It's a long story, but I'll try to make it short. So basically, two, three years ago now, I finished a master in evening classes, so I was working in a bank, and every single day, I was going to university from six till nine. It was really (laughs) exhausting. Thing. and then I did that for two years and then when I finished uh I wasn't even happy like I don't even have my diploma it's still at the university I have to oh go my God. get it <laughs> I was so disgusted but anyways I had this voice in my head that kept saying you've ticked all the boxes you're gonna turn 30 you're gonna get married you have a flat you have a, an amazing job in a bank okay you prove the world you can do it but what about you What are you doing for yourself? What do you want? And so I really started thinking, who am I really? Uh, What do I want to do with my life? Because I could keep going like that. And on paper, my life would have been perfect. But inside, it wasn't working. Mm. So I then went on a yoga retreat, a yoga teacher training, because I wanted to start learning to do yoga. I had been doing yoga for a long time, and I loved it. And the day I came back from India, my husband left me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So that was a huge shock. But now, two years later, I really look at it as the universe was like, yes, finally, she's answering the call of listening to herself. And my ex-husband wasn't the right person for me. I had to learn a lot of things from this relationship. And I had learned them. And so my soul was ready to leave the relationship and keep going on its own path. Of course, it took me a long time to understand that. So I had to do a lot of healing, a lot of letting go of the pressure of the outside world, really trusting myself. And so we sold our flats. I moved abroad. I quit my job. um, And then I created a method to heal myself, to love myself, awaken to my true self. And then I published a book about it. And now I coach women to do the same.
0: That's awesome. And what's your book called for everybody who wants to check it out?
1: Yes. So the book is The Self-Healing Spiral, Heal and Love Yourself. And oh, no. um, you'll find it on Amazon, of course. And the first chapters are also for free on my website if awesome. anyone just wants to read what it's about.
0: Wow. Well, what a transformation that you yes. had to go through. And I'm sure that part of that mess of what we call um, usually every entrepreneur's journey and their story, their their biggest mess becomes their message as absolutely Uh, so um, yeah so tell us a little bit when you say okay on paper I looked perfect but personally I just there was something missing or I I wasn't happy and when you say that like let's say somebody watching the replay or listening to the podcast as the replay is Struggling right now with feeling like they have to prove themselves to somebody Mm. and this is a common question I think about a lot is like who are you living for who are you? Life are you living because sometimes we get so on autopilot and so um, Trying to please everyone else or trying to live a certain way to fit a certain mold What would you say to somebody who's feeling stuck and they don't know how to? Stop getting out of maybe they're just naturally people pleasers, or maybe they feel like it's their responsibility to do what society ex- expects of them. I don't know, just tell us a little bit more about like, how to get unstuck from that.
1: Okay, well, there are a lot of things to say about that. Um, no, first of all, we have to, feeling stuck is a sign indeed that we have to do something. So we have to answer that call by asking ourselves, what brings me joy? Because joy is, um, it's not really an emotion, it's a spiritual state. And it's a sign from your soul showing you the direction you should go in. Mm -hmm. And so whenever, whatever you do, and that brings you a lot of happiness and a lot of joy is actually a sign that you should go there because life is supposed to be fun. (laughs) We're supposed to enjoy ourselves. And that answers the pressure from all our surroundings and environment. And so we need to learn exactly who we are, what our needs are, how we function, what the kind of masks we carry, so that we then can identify what are the masks that I carry and that are disconnecting me from my soul. So I'm talking about two different directions, but they are actually going in the, in the same way. First of all, is to listen to the signs of joy that is a message from your soul. And then on the other side, it's really discovering who you are, how your ego works. And when I talk about ego, it's actually the little little guardian that we all have inside of us and that helped us survive and be where we are today. And that little guardian has two missions, make sure that we don't have too much pain and preferably no pain at all, and have a lot of love because that's all we need. And so it's going to make us carry masks. For example, we're going to be super controlling. We're going to be super rigid. We're going to be avoiding conflict. We're going to be super busy by packing our agenda. All these behaviors are masks. Mm. And they disconnect you from your true self, from your soul. So you need to be aware of the masks that you have in order to really be able to tell yourself, ooh, I'm not really being myself here. I'm just reacting to protect myself from pain or to have more love. And so when you are reacting, but not really acting with your soul, you're misaligned. Mm, And so whatever you're going to do then is not going to work because it's not going in the right direction for your purpose. Mm -hmm. Is it clear? (laughs) wow does it yeah. make sense
0: I, well i want to dive into it more because i, I the mask thing intrigues me so yeah. if, you guys, <laughs> if you guys are watching the live uh, with us and you happen to catch this later i want you to post below what kind of masks you think you're wearing is it the mask of trying to be too busy so you don't have to ever sit alone with your thoughts or whatever like let's talk let's talk about these masks what are they and and I'm sure I'm wearing many of them, but let's <laughs> go into it. I'm sure we all have phases where we wear them, right?
1: Yeah, like I, I still surprise myself sometimes with these behaviors. So, we have uh, there are five main masks that we carry to protect us from the five main wounds. So. Uh, It's really a technique, like an approach from the the ego to protect herself from the pain because he thinks it's easier to carry these masks than to dare to see the pain of the wound that we truly have. Mm. So behind every mask, there is an emotional wound and we all have wounds. We have a big one, like a main one, and then we might have one or two that are secondary. So the first wound is the wound of rejection. And the wound of rejection, it's a a wound that I have, you're going to carry it when you really easily feel rejected, when you have issues with your self-worth, when you avoid conflict. And this is going to make you carry the mask of the receding or the fleer. You're not going to want to take too much place. You're not going to want to be in the spotlight. You're not going to want to get into an argument. You're not going to dare to speak your truth. And so whenever you're having these behaviors, the way to really heal and reconnect with yourself and let go of that mask is really by telling yourself, okay, I see myself go, I see myself react, and I thank my ego that is just trying to keep me safe. And so it's really with a lot of compassion and love towards yourself that we can then dare to speak our truth and see that everything is fine in the end. We're still alive, nothing happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so it, it's with these positive experiences that we then heal the wounds and let go of the masks. The second wound is the wound of abandonment, and it's gonna make you carry the mask of the dependent. You are always going to seek for approval. It's gonna be a real struggle for you to do something without asking for advice. You're going to always want to be surrounded and not do things alone. So, again, same approach. When you see yourself going in these behaviors, you have to reassure your ego that everything is fine. You can do it. And you have you can take care of yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. The third wound is the wound of humiliation. And it makes you carry the mask of... Um, the masochist, point. it's a strong word, but that's really the people that pack themselves, that have no boundaries, that do everything for everyone and that completely forget themselves because they're not aware of their needs. Hmm. And so that's the typical mask that leads you to burnout because you're going to want to Write an article, uh, do a video, help someone with a life, help a client, uh, get super early to coach someone, go to bed super late to coach another client. Because you want to help others. You want to save the world. But you forget that you need to take care of yourself first. Hmm. And also when you have the mask of the masochist, you feel guilty really easily. Okay? Okay. You're still with me?
0: Who here feels like that's them? (laughs) <laughs> like I feel like I have a little bit of that, for sure.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. So that usually, you usually have the mask of the masochist when your parents were quite controlling between the age of three <laughs> or five. Oh, it brings a bell. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you what to do, what not to do, be careful, don't touch this, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that makes you carry the mask of the masochist.
0: Interesting. Okay. And what are, is there two more?
1: Yeah, two more. Right. So... Then there's the mask of the treason that makes you carry the mask of control. Because if you're a woman, for example, your dad, when you were a kid, didn't keep all his promises, mm-hmm. so you have felt like you couldn't trust him, and so you're not going to trust other people, you're going to not trust yourself either. And you're going to want to control everything. You're going to be quite bussy. at the mm-hmm. mask. <laughs> You're going to be leading quite easily. Mm -hmm. You're going to be, you're going to love to plan everything in advance. If you already have your 2020 plan, (laughs) you probably have that mask.
0: (laughs) Okay. I have that one too.
1: And so you're going to struggle to let go. You're going to struggle to trust the process, trust that the universe has your back, trust that everything is on its way and that there's a divine order for everything. You're going mm-hmm. to really struggle with that. And you're going to have a really active mind. And so when I surprise myself to plan too much, I really take a step back. And again, I tell myself, okay, I thank my ego that just wants me to be safe. But I know that I'm not alone in this. I'm co-creating this business. There's a higher intelligence supporting me. And I really try to 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 relax and to trust that. It's mm-hmm. a process. Of course. Yeah. And then the fifth and the last wound is the wound of injustice that makes you carry the mask of rigidity. And you usually have that one when your parents were really quite cold and, and strict and not expressing their love. Mm-hmm. And then you are really um, a, a big perfectionist. You want things to be perfect before putting them out there. And that's because you have an issue with your, with your own value and you see your own value in other people's eyes. And mm-hmm. so you need people to tell you that you're good in order to feel good enough
0: mm. okay
1: and then you're going to struggle express your feelings and um, and you're going to struggle to treat yourself with little gifts and stuff like that
0: interesting wow so i like how you put this <clears throat> you're referring to each mask and giving us a way to identify where we might fall and kind of habits we might have and I also think in different areas of our lives we might have different masks potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now to break free from these masks it sounds first is just to catch yourself. So Yes right. the
1: first step is self-awareness so mm-hmm. that's why I'm sharing all these tips because you need to be aware of what kind of behavior you have to then catch yourself and then take a step back and really tell yourself, okay, I'm trying to protect myself here from something. If I'm controlling or if I'm bussy, it's just because I'm afraid that things won't work out. I have trust issues.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: the best way, because all these wounds have actually taken place in our childhood in an event that was experienced as a separation between two human beings and so a lack of love, It can be an event as simple as you're thirsty, you're three years old, you want a glass of water, but you can't reach the tap. And then you're going to be like, mommy, mommy, can you give me water, please? And she's cooking and it's burning and she's stressed out. She had a long day. She says, wait a minute, I'm busy. Mm -hmm. You can be like, oh, she's not taking care of me. If my mother is not taking care of me, it's probably because she doesn't love me. And if she doesn't love me, It's because I am not lovable. Mm. That's really how we react as kids. We take the full responsibility. And because we think we're not lovable, and that's why others don't love us, we actually stop loving ourselves. Mm. And so the true, true and final way to heal these wounds and to let go of these masks, well, it's to love ourselves again fully and accept ourselves as we are and really pour a lot of compassion and self-care and self-love on these wounds.
0: Hmm. So catching ourselves, being aware and pouring self-love into ourselves. Now, I know some listeners are going to be watching this back and saying, well, I feel like I do that. I mean, I exercise. I, um, you know, sometimes I get a pedicure. (laughs) Right. But I think self-care goes so much deeper than than those things. And I think it really starts with your mind and your thoughts. So can you tell us a little bit about how are we supposed to do that if it's a foreign concept or if we're just topically exercising getting a self care doing a face mask like you know all of that
1: stuff. So when I talk about self care it's not about external things. Of course it's nice to get a pedicure and a massage. It's about giving yourself the love that you need. And giving yourself the love that you need it's daring to go see your emotions, daring to speak your truth daring to say no and put healthy boundaries, daring to take some time off if it's necessary. So really understanding the needs that you have and giving yourself what you need. And that's what the self-healing spiral is all about because it's in six steps and I created tools to help you welcome your emotions and then rewire the beliefs and the fears that you might have. And then there's a whole uh, step around practice, which is how to practice self-love. And so I share a lot of tips there, but self-care, it's it's not, uh, you know, taking care of your skin and eating healthy. It's part of it, of course, but it's really emotional self-care. Yeah. So it's, and it's something that we haven't been taught at school or by our parents, you know? Right. As little girls, it was always like, don't scream, don't be angry. Little girls, don't yell like that. And the boys, they couldn't cry. Well, actually, crying, it's its your body that is releasing the tension and it's so necessary. And when you're launching a business and you're going through so much stress and you want to be successful, um, you have a lot of emotions that you're going through and you really need to take care of them and clear them physically and energetically so that you can then be aligned professionally and attract the success to you.
0: Wow. Okay. So... I completely agree because I used to be very, um, I worked in a world where everybody was really healthy. I worked in the health startup world. And okay. so all my coworkers were like obsessed with biohacking and health mm-hmm. and wellness and all this stuff. And I kind of got like, I drunk the cool, like I had the Kool-Aid and I was like, yes, like your health is so important. It's so important to eat healthy, et cetera, et cetera. And what I didn't realize at that time is that Actually, I personally, and my beliefs have shifted
1: mm-hmm.
0: to now believe that what's going on mentally and your mindset is always number one. Oh, and, yeah. and I used to not I did, I used to not think that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've personally, like I'm not as gung-ho with all the cutting edge health trends or, or things like that anymore, because I feel like I found almost like, it was almost like a Band-Aid, it was almost like, um, something that made me feel in control versus as I got older a little bit and just started learning about mindset and self-love kind of journaling mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. doing a lot of emotional exercises work. and, and mm-hmm. work yes that I didn't almost it almost was like I felt satisfied I didn't need that kind of stuff as much anymore so absolutely do you find that that um how would somebody? do you have like a few questions that somebody could journal to do some emotional work or something they could do to start this process that might be foreign to them or, or new
1: absolutely so yes thoughts are are the most important things and we are only starting to realize how powerful our thoughts are and how they create our future and so the best way to to Yeah, take the power on that and be connected to your inner power. It's not by trying to control your thoughts, because let's be honest, it's impossible. It's just thoughts, you know, but by disidentifying to these thoughts, number one, and by bringing your focus on the thoughts that you want. Because first thing in the morning, if you wake up and you do your emails, your brain is going to be in email mode all day. If you wake up and you talk to your clients, your brain is going to be in serving and listening clients all day. So the first thing where you're going to bring your focus on, your brain is going to be in that mood all day. And so knowing that, it's quite interesting to start journaling, do a little meditation in the morning, and then ask yourself these questions. How do I want to feel today? Who do I want to be today? How can I serve How can I help my community? And what do I want to receive? We forget the last one,
0: but it's Mm. super
1: important because what we give is energy that comes out of us and energy needs to circulate. So we need to receive as well. And if you don't ask anything to the universe, it's not going to happen because Mm the universe needs clarity to support you. So how do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? Who can I be? How can I serve the world today? And what do I want to receive? And it's an exercise that I share with my clients. And there was one that told me last week, wow, I'm so surprised by how powerful and simple it is. She really felt like much more joyful, much more grounded Mm -hmm. just because she put her focus on it.
0: Yeah. No, it's amazing what clarity and just asking better questions will produce for your life and, and how it will change the whole tone of your day. It's almost, it's called free framing really. It's like if yeah. you're searching for all the things going well and all the things you're grateful for or all the things that um, you want, that or meaning like you want to receive, your brain's already getting focused on those things and you're putting out a vibe that's in a better place than being like, oh, there's so much wrong. Oh, I ran out of bed and then the day started and I spilled my coffee and all the stuff. So I love those questions. I'm so huge on questions and journaling. And um, yeah, so I put that's... those in the comments, some of those. And um, yesterday, I actually did a Facebook Live. And two, two questions I asked were, what do you want to contribute? And how do you want to feel, just like you said, oh, okay, um, from, from sun up to sundown. And many people think they can't have both. They can't feel the way they want to feel and be contributing and serving in the way that they Having both, they think it's one or the other. They have to sacrifice certain things, right? Right, right? So, what if we have this mindset that we can't have it all? We can't, you know, be receiving and serving and feeling the way we want to feel. And, you know, what would you say to that?
1: Well, like you said, it's it's, an, oh, I'm it's so a mindset. Sorry. One second, okay. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> like you said, it's it's a mindset. If you think you can't have it all, I'm sorry to tell you, you won't have it all. Mm-hmm. It's like thinking, oh, I need to work hard and I need to struggle to, to get it. And it's a really common belief. We've been raised with that belief. But actually, it is possible to reach your goals with ease and grace. If you truly believe it, the thing is that we have, um, we have a gland in the middle of our brain that is called the thalamus. Mm-hmm. And the thalamus helps us select information in our environment to help us reach our goals and support our beliefs. And make sure that we think we are right. Because there's so much information out there every single day that the brain needs to do a selection. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it would be too much. And so it selects the things you believe and the things you focus on. It's like, for example, if now you want to buy a red car, suddenly you're going to see red cars everywhere in the street. Yeah, That's because your thalamus is helping you notice what you need and what you focus on. So it works for cars, but it works for our beliefs, emotions, and the vibration you want to get in. So it's all a question of mindset, believing that it is possible. And you talked about, you know, the fact of writing and having your focus on positive things that it raises your vibration. I would like to add that we live in a world of vibration. We are also starting to understand that we are pure energy. You know, even if I look at my hand, it looks solid. But if you zoomed a million times on it, you'd see atoms with energy zipping everywhere. And Mm -hmm. so as we live in a world of energy, if you raise your vibration, you're gonna meet the things that have the same vibration as you. Hmm. So if you have a vibration of abundance, you're then gonna attract abundance. And that's what a lot of people don't understand about manifestation and the law of attraction is that you don't attract what you want only by focusing on it, you attract what you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Because
1: it's the same vibration as you, and so it can meet. And so by knowing that it is possible, being aware that everything is vibration, really trying to focus on your mindset and believe that it's possible, you mm-hmm. can then completely shift your beliefs. And well, there are, of course, exercises, NLP, uh, I share an exercise in my book, To really rewire your beliefs if you need more support Mm -hmm. but you can create the life that you want if you're really ready to do the work the inner work it can be messy it can be scary but if you do the work it's really possible
0: yeah no i love that you said that because what i've learned and i i'm a big fan of all that information from like abraham hicks and yeah. um i liked mike Dooley a while back and i read some of his books um it, it is you have to be a vibrational match to what That's you're true. and what most people i think where i know i fall short sometimes is believing what you can't see yet meaning if you're saying be a if you want to attract abundance ha, feel and and be abundant right or, or whatever right and Sometimes I think it's hard for people when they really in their, when they look around in their surroundings and they feel, I, I don't feel abundant. Maybe it's for my clients. Um, sometimes in the beginning, they don't feel abundant because they don't have clients.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really stressful. It's, yeah. it's
0: challenging to start a business. You're learning all these new things. You don't feel like you mm-hmm. exude abundance, right?
1: <laughs> no, it's <laughs> but true. It, yeah. But you, can, you can have little tricks. For example, you can upgrade your life for little things. And then you're going to start feeling abundant one hour a day. And then you can add this little, this, these hours next to each other to start feeling more abundant and more in need. And so ask yourself, what makes me feel? Um, I don't know if you know Denise Dafield thomas
0: Oh, yeah. I love her. I read her. Yes. I was just going to say, uh, get rich, lucky bitch, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> read that book.
1: <laughs> and so in, in, in that book, she talks about upgrading your life and the rich lady behavior. So do what makes you feel rich. If it's putting lipstick in the morning, put the lipstick. Mm-hmm. If it's wearing a beautiful blues, put the blues. If it's going to a concert or going for a massage once a month, just do it because it's going to be small shifts that are really gonna change you the way you feel about yourself. And then, like you said, it's gonna be an energetical, vibrational match.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. So everybody, I want you to think about and make your homework assignment. What is yes. one thing you can do to feel abundant today? So is it what she said, put on lipstick? Is it get dressed up? Is it, what makes you feel that way? I love that. Going um, to the
1: hairdresser.
0: Yeah, it's all fun too. You can't, you, there's no downside. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, and it's self care. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So tell us a little bit, if we have that view around money, let's say we have, um, because speaking of get rich, lucky bitch, it's, it's really a money mindset book. Yeah. And I've read a lot of money mindset books this year. One of them being, um, you're a badass at making money by Jen Sincero. I don't yeah, know. I heard about that. it, but I didn't um, read it. Think and Grow Rich is a classic. I've read that in the past. Um, And I just I like reading those books because when I'm reading them, I'm focused. It it gets your mindset open and focused on abundance. Right. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. um, what would you say if we're having money blocks in particular would be some tips to start shifting that?
1: Um, I think that one of the first thing we have to understand when we have money blocks is that we tend to link the money to the value that we have. We think, oh, I'm worth thousand, uh thousand, a hundred euros an hour, or maybe 200, or maybe that's too much. Maybe my competitors do it, but I'm not comfortable charging that much for an hour of coaching. But the problem is that there's no way we can charge our fees to, we can link our fees to our own value because us as a human being, we're worth much more than that. Mm-hmm. Like it's incomparable. And when we think about it, money, I don't have money here, but I have a card. Let's imagine this is 50 euros, okay. $50. <laughs>
0: Cha-ching! Be a vibrational match to it. will turn it <laughs> it while we're talking.
1: <laughs> it's just paper, you know? Mm-hmm. thank you well, there's a beautiful drawing on it it's my my card deck but <laughs> you know it, it's it's just paper it's not it's not really worth 50 dollars mm-hmm. but we put value on it mm-hmm. because that's what we have learned to do and so we have to unlearn to link the value of the services that we offer to our own value because we are worth much more than that and it's actually when a person comes to see you it's a person that has a problem or a situation and it cannot fix it because either it doesn't have the time or it doesn't have the solution, not the expertise, the knowledge, and it comes to see you because you have a solution to offer through that person. So you're going to help that person and there's going to be an energetic exchange, which is called money, because you're working and it's normal that you get your needs fulfilled by working. Mm you need to pay for your rent your food uh, your clothes whatever so it's as simple as that i think that when we have money blocks the first step is to really disconnect that link between our own worth and what we're charging because we are worth so much more Mm -hmm. and so i had money blocks at first at the beginning i mean it was difficult for me just to charge more than 40 dollars an hour Mm -hmm. and um So I really learned to disconnect from that. And then I really brought myself uh, before going to see a client. Instead of thinking of my worst, I focused on the certainties. I focused on the facts, on the things I already did. And that really helps people. Mm -hmm. And so maybe writing down a list with all the things you already achieved, it's going to give you a kind of ego boost and be like, oh, yeah, I'm good, actually, because I can do these things. So it's not so much about being worthy of being paid, but it's just that you're good, that's Mm -hmm.
0: it. Yeah, oh, I love that. So um, maybe making a list of things
1: that... Your successes, successes. Mm -hmm. your qualities, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the compliments that people make to you, Mm -hmm. people that you have already helped going from point A to point B, these are facts.
0: Yeah. I love that, and one of the things that has, when I remember to do it, it's great, <laughs> is in my, I use the High Performance Planner by Brendan Bouchard. Oh, yeah. it's
1: basically. Oh, that's, that's funny, I have it here.
0: Oh, I love, I love this <laughs> planner. It's good. Oh, it's so good, and it, there's so much room I can write all my notes in there, but anyways, yeah. um, at the bottom they have a little note section and I put wins, um, appreciating, or manifesting or, you know, I put all three and anything good going on during the day or like a cool sign or that I make up that I think is cool and I'm going to use it as a sign right. <laughs> or whatever, I put it on that list and it's so fun. It, it it gets, just like we talked about earlier, it does give you that little boost um, and it just gets you focused on what's going well and then That's therefore good more good things you start to notice and start to come in so um yes absolutely
1: you focus on the good things and then more good things happen to you and then you see all the synchronicities everywhere and yeah
0: it is fun it's very fun yes so i think on that note we'll leave it uh, with our audience to journal and write down how can i serve what do i want to receive how do i want to feel who do i want to be what makes me feel abundant and um if they have questions or they want to check out your website what is your website
1: so my website is uh www maybe can i write it in the the chat and then of course because it's uh, my whole name in french and it's going to be confusing Oh boy! (laughs) okay but here we go and so i'm on instagram as well under this Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Under this name. And then uh, they can find the first chapters of my book for free on my website. There are tools as well. If you buy the book, you have access to all the tools to welcome your emotions, rewire your beliefs. Might they be around your own worth or money mindset or Mm -hmm. everything. It works. And, and self-love and being aligned for success.
0: Amazing. I love it. I'm going to make sure these are in the um, group comments and, gonna paste them over there too and then um, you have such a beautiful accent I'm sure you get that all the time I feel like I sound it's it's
1: (laughs) funny because when I when I moved to Canada and uh, I was like oh I'm gonna serve like English speaking people but it's not my mother tongue like they won't want to work with me because of my accent it was really a limiting belief I really had to get over it at first so wow. thank you for the compliments. Oh, I could
0: <laughs> listen to that all day. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. You see, we have like
1: stupid beliefs about ourselves.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times the things that you don't like about yourself are things other people like Absolutely. about
1: you. We just yeah. have to pour a lot of love and compassion on it. And, you yeah. know, it's it's normal. <laughs> yes.
0: Amen. All right. So thank you so much. and Thank you, Haley. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you who want to check out her website um, in the show notes, when we have this as a podcast, you can go to haleyrocom slash abundance and it will be there. And um, we will talk soon, Ellie. Ellie yes. Right? My pleasure. Thank you, yes. Haley. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to get your free gift over at HaleyRowe.com by joining my email list And remember, you can always connect with me and other health coaches in the Health Coach Nation free Facebook group, where I post trainings and videos on how to take your health coaching business to the next level. Can't wait to connect with you. Have an awesome day.